0: Is marked by, like we said, self denial, but suffering in general. Sometimes unfairness and injustice marks the path to heaven. A lot of times we face injustice. How come the teacher treats me a certain way? It's not fair. How come I didn't get the point? How come the ref didn't make the call? It's not fair. And yeah, that's life, but at the same time, it has to strike us really profoundly when God Himself, who could have had everything His way, instead embraced the ultimate injustice, deicide, the murder of God, the ultimate crime. And it was utterly unfair, it was utterly unjust, and he embraced it. And in fact, he turned it around and made that the flag of our faith, the crucifix. It's a sign of punishment in itself. It's a sign of crucifixion, of of execution. But to the Christian, it's, it's our flag. And we stand by it because Christ stood by it. We read in the first reading how with loud cries, God offered up his sacrifice. Loud cries and tears to the one, the Father, who was able to save him from death. But the fact is, God chose to weep in suffering. I do think in football you kind of get it, insofar as, like, you go into the game, and it's going to be awesome, because you're looking forward to the win, but man, sometimes it costs you blood, sweat, and tears. Sometimes more blood than you want, sometimes a broken ACL. But the sacrifice is worth it for the victory. What's interesting is that we are not under that struggle alone behind a God we can't relate to. On the one hand, he became fully man, so we could relate to him. On the other hand, he gave us a mother. It's one of the most fascinating moments of the Gospel. At the end of the story, there he is at the cross. Sometimes people speculate, well, surely Jesus had other brothers and sisters, but there at the cross, it seems like he's got nobody to give his mother to. So he gave her, as he was dying, almost like his last gift to humanity. He gave her to John the Apostle. He gave her to the church. He gave her to you and to me. He said, behold your mother. My mother will be your mother. And there she is, not celebrated as the queen of all happiness and joy, but she's the queen of sorrows sometimes. And she's there with us when we sorrow. She's there with us when we are going through the unfairness. She supports us and we celebrate her as our lady of not just victory, but at times our lady of sorrows. Many people follow Jesus when it's easy and it's comfortable. That's an easy friend. But there are very few who learn to follow our Lord at all times, even when it's hard. Our Lady of Sorrows, our Mother of Mercy, is there to, to nudge us a little bit in our weakness, that we wouldn't abandon her son in the unfairness, in the suffering, in the reprimand, but that we would take it with him, that we would stay there firm and faithful, even under the cross of shame, the way she, the mother, Stay there before her son. You notice all the other apostles, the strong men, they fled in fear before the accusations and the arrest of their rabbi and their God. She stood firm and faithful. And she teaches us to do the same. We ask the Blessed Mother to intercede for us to stay faithful, to keep that Christian spirit, to be men of integrity, to be men who pick up the player when he falls down, to lift him up when he makes a mistake, he suffers the agony of the fumble, the agony of the trial, that his teammates will come around to support him, pick him up, the way Our Lady was there to pick up her son when he fell beneath the cross. May she intercede for us. Amen? Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us.